man, Arizona Cardinals no longer have a pick in the third round, but they have a four. Here, here's the compensation as I just uh, pulled it up on my computer. 122, 138, 168. I like that a lot. I know people are skeptical. I think that's borderline a better package than the LA Rams traded um, and, and got earlier, I think, from Houston. Uh, 122, 138, 168. So for some context, um, they, have an, they have an ability to add, I think, between 122 and 138, a couple of rotational players. Tranel said uh, Wilson suffered a season-ending foot in 2020 and another season-ending injury in 2022. Well, they have to be confident if they're rolling the dice on this kid. Hanging in the training room with Rondale? Yeah, I, I hope not. Listen, <laughs> his statistics were underwhelming because of injury. Yeah, They, they weren't underwhelming because he couldn't get on the field. He's also old as shit, though. He's been at Stanford since 2018. Yeah, think about that for a second. He, I don't have his exact age, but I'm, I'm guessing he's 24. He has to be at least 24, um, if he's been at Stanford for, for, for five years, right? So, listen, I think it's somebody that they think is going to play in the rotation this year. I think it's somebody that they feel like is going to help them on special teams. But here, let's count the receivers: Hopkins. Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore, Gregory Dorch, Zach Pascal, and Michael Wilson. Mm-hmm. That's six receivers. So I, who's not making he's the 20, team? He's twenty three years old. He's he twenty three in February. Okay, that feel that makes me feel. All better. right, let, let's do this real quick. Let's reset. Let's uh, let's recap the second and third round. Let's okay. do this for especially mostly our podcast listeners out yeah. there, so they can get a, the full. Uh, insight on what went down in Monty Hossaford's day two yeah. uh, of his of his Arizona Cardinals draft era kicking off. So after trading down in the first round from three to 12, trading back up for sixth and taking Paris Johnson Jr., who we talked to today, the Arizona Cardinals traded down from 33rd overall to yep. 41st overall. Yep. And they had a pick swap in the third round between them and the Tennessee Titans. And then got a future third round pick. Now with that forty first pick, Johnny, they take B.J. Ujolari, yeah, the pass rusher at LSU, and that's a that's another premium position, just like the tackle they they uh, that they took in the first round. So you're starting to check off boxes as far as premium positions there. And then you had to wait all the way until the third round to where they used what the seventy second overall pick. Yep. And they started. They took Garrett Williams, the corner out of Syracuse. So pretty good pick there. Pretty good start. First three picks of this draft, and then a head scratcher at the end of the third round. They take a wide receiver. Well, and Michael Michael Wilson. I think it's a head scratcher because of the injury concerns. Because you've got a corner coming off a torn ACL, and you've got a receiver who couldn't stay healthy at the collegiate level. Um, I like what they physically bring to the Arizona Cardinals. And Garrett Williams doesn't have a history of injuries, and you presume he'll be back and and fine moving forward but michael wilson i mean he's he projects as an outside receiver he's 62 yeah. 210 somebody that can go up and get the football he body catches a little too much based on what i'm reading but i i i don't i i don't think it's a bad pick if he can stay healthy i think he's a rotational player but they have five other wideouts that are in front of him as of right now and no deandre hopkins trade you're seeing him t- toast uh, washington on the screen right now he's a big physical target and i think Maybe they feel like with their training, their training staff, which did grade well on uh, the P- P- Pro Football Players Association grades, that he can come in and, and, and be a contributor. But I, for them, it's about 
I think the upside, and they probably feel like what the upside with this young man is, we can get a potential number two wide receiver. If you're taking him in the top 100, you think he's going to be a starter. This is not some special teams or rotational guy. You think this guy is going to be able to play outside receiver for you. And with DeAndre Hopkins' situation uncertain, Gregory Dortch plays underneath, Zach Pascal plays underneath, Rondell Moore plays underneath. Really, you only add Hollywood Brown as another outside receiver. So, I, listen, is it my favorite pick in the world? No, but I, I at least can see what they're trying to do with this pick, Bo. Yeah, I, I can see it as well. I, I'm, I'm still underwhelmed by it. Sure. You know, there's still some players that slid, and, and we're still going to have to figure out, and it might not, it might take until seeing them getting on NFL rosters and, and why they slid as far as they did. It's like the Northwestern defensive lineman or Keely Ringo, the corner out of Georgia, uh, Luke Whipler, who, who's probably, you know, he, he was projected to go yeah. late day two, early day three. Yeah. So, you know, he's still in his range of where he should get selected. But, you know, the Arizona Cardinals taking Michael Wilson with the final pick of day two uh, I, I I can understand why this 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 fan base is a little unsettled by it, right? Because you went premium positions and then you took one that you feel like okay, did they necessarily need to address it? To because to your point, it's like you're taking a guy that you you feel like can make an impact in some capacity we, soon. You made a great point. Look at the Cleveland Browns and Drew Petzing's offense last year. Didn't have a receiver under six feet. Yeah, and the Cardinals. I, again, I have to put Hopkins in his own special category here, have no size. And so now Pascal's over six feet, and then you've got this kid over six feet. Hollywood Brown's going to play. Yeah. And we, li- we love Greg Dorch and what he brings is intangibles underneath, but they wanted some size. Mm-hmm. And again, if he is able to stay healthy, they feel like he can contribute wa- right away. But the first time that he's dinged up, hurting college, hurting the pros, how many times we hear that? We had that situation with Rondell Moore. We're living yeah. it right now. That That is a concern. Now, I mean, do you think it's a possibility with this pick that they could deal from another receiver in the receiving core? Could we see somebody like Rondell Moore move tomorrow? Veterans are moved typically on day three. Yeah, Guys are moved for picks or swaps or trade-ups. This receiving core, the amount of money they've invested in this, not this regime, but just the Cardinals in general, is immense. Yeah. So to use another pick on a receiver, albeit not in the second round, they broke that streak, they got to free up a spot for this guy because I you cannot take a top 100 player and sit him in, a, in the first year of a rebuild. You yeah, need, he needs to play. Here's what I'll say. Here's here's the positives of, of the Michael Wilson. I like the trade down, though. I like the, the package sure. they got. Yeah, trading down, adding more picks, getting more swings at it, uh, you know, tomorrow before the sixth and seventh rounds. That That's fine. Uh, but as far as Wilson goes, and what you know, wh- what you like about it is his, his size. Yeah, you know, because of those wide receivers in Cleveland, what Petsing envisions and in, in how this uh, this offense can operate uh, with him as the new OC. But you know, to, to diversify the size to get another six two wide receivers was great. And what, you know, this you have to trust your scouting too, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Drew Terrell, their new wide receivers coach, passing game coordinator, went to Stanford. I'm sure he's familiar with them, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, Monty Osfort is confident enough to, to have him as they did as their final pick in the third round. But here's why Arizona Cardinals fans don't like it. It's, it's a guy, an injury took him off the field. You don't have tape that can tell you that when healthy, like a Garrett Williams, he's dominating. That, that he's that he's a, a really, really good player. Yeah. I mean, it, a lot has to go right, and you just have to 
just blindly trust this front office yeah. that this guy's going to be a player. Yeah. Where I think you, the first three guys, I don't think there's any question. You can see why they like Paris Johnson Jr. All you SEC, can see why they like B.J. Ujolari and why they like Garrett Williams, where it's like Michael Wilson is like, okay, I, I know that he's he was somewhere in this general vicinity as far as when he was supposed to go in this draft, but you know, is he going to be an impact maker on Sundays? I don't think you can say, you know, definitively yes. So, look, if you go three for four on this draft day, it's still a win. Well, it's, I, you accumulated future picks. That was a, that was a big part of this draft. It's not over yet. Uh, and then you gave yourself a couple more uh, chances at, at picking players tomorrow. Uh, meanwhile, the Niners took a kicker after trading up for a safety. Big L for the Niners today. Yeah. You love to see but, that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Cardinals, I think, let's talk about tomorrow. Put themselves in a position, I think, to take a backup quarterback. You've got a fourth, you've got two fives now, and you've got two sixes. That's five picks. They don't have a seventh. Uh, I think they've got an opportunity to add a DTR or somebody like that. They also have an opportunity to flush the defensive line if they want to add a pick or two there. They haven't addressed that. Maybe another cornerback becomes available. Um, yeah, to me, you know, it'd be hypocritical. I said before the pick, I said they're going to take somebody. There's probably a likelihood that they're going to take somebody that we don't have graded that highly because there's mm -hmm. a reason why Keely Ringo and some of these guys are falling. Yeah. You get to the late third and into day three, and it's just, it's a crapshoot, right? There's there's people that we fall in love with on draft, Twitter, et cetera, on these message boards and on these, on these uh, player sites that end up going later than expected. And so they clearly felt like if they didn't take Michael Wilson where they did, he would not be available into tomorrow. Um, I just like, I'm excited, Bo, because... I watched Steve Kime punt on so many day threes mm -hmm. and just wipe his ass with so many picks. <laughs> and now the Cardinals have an opportunity, like go find a, a stud player on day three for the first time in yeah. 15 years for this franchise. I, I have a different mindset going into tomorrow again with Michael Wilson, notwithstanding that they can go and find contributors because this franchise has been left out of the party on day three with 31 other teams, you know, reaping the benefits of a bunch of good players still left over. So, um, yeah, fourth round, two fives, two sixes. Let's party tomorrow. Yeah, 20th overall. Uh, you're, you're waiting 20 picks before they're on the clock when they start things back up tomorrow in the Unless NFL they trade draft. Up. Unless they trade up, sure. But 20th pick in the fourth round, fifth pick in the fifth round, 34th pick in the fifth round. You got compensatory picks there. Third pick in the sixth round, 36th pick in the sixth round. So the Arizona Cardinals, uh, look, they're flush with picks tomorrow. Five of them coming uh, so more chances to 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 get players on this roster, and then we'll see what uh, Monty Osford. One of his calling cards was undrafted free agents, rookie free agents. So yeah. immediately after the draft, that starts to who becomes like premium undrafted free agent types, and we're gonna have all that for you for tomorrow. But as far as this day goes, four new players or three new players for the Cardinals, four players in the draft class, three players I think people are excited about. Not too bad. Well, and to, to people in the chat saying, turn on Michael Wilson, stay peeking ball, I don't dis discount, like, when his tape's probably really good. It'd have to be. Say, use the top 100 pick on him. I think it's just the injury concerns. Yeah. I think if he had not been injured, he'd probably go a lot higher. So totally get that. Can the Cardinals continue to roll the dice on injury players with a, with a roster that needs players that can play right away? Michael Wilson's healthy right now. Garrett Williams is going to be healthy before the start of the season. And we'll judge them like everybody else. They'll have a clean slate. Michael Wilson may stay healthy for all 17 games of the season. I hope so for him. And uh, again, I, I've seen much worse picks for this franchise. So uh, after what 
Monty Austin Ford is done, I'm not going to sit up here and overreact to pick 94. After what I saw him do, fleece Houston yesterday, the Cardinals have eight picks in the first four rounds of next year's draft, a rich draft, two firsts, a second, three threes, and counting. Uh, no, I, I, this rebuild is right on schedule, Bo Brock. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, he, he, he's done everything this offseason that he's needed to do, and, and he, he, he covered a lot of ground in these last two days as far as accomplishing those goals. Yeah. Uh, the only thing probably not happening was DeAndre Hopkins, and in the fact that he's on the roster now, it's, it's not a horrible thing. It's not a bad thing at all. It's, it's, you're, you're waiting out the, and hoping some market will materialize, uh, and, and you can get D Hop to probably where he wants to go and, and contend, and the Cardinals can get an asset in return for him. So, real quick, Jim Nagy, of course, runs the Senior Bowl executive mm -hmm. director said that Michael Wilson, one of the biggest sleepers used, uh, sleeper is a term overused in the draft, but he said he falls into that category, consistently getting deep on 4-3 and 4-4 corners in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl, plays incredibly fast, asked any wide receiver coach what they're looking for, it's the ability to separate outside, and it's near the top of his list, yeah. he's got acceleration, um, so again, physical traits immense, can he stay healthy, yeah. question mark. Let's get to these super chats. A little Dreezy doesn't. We're not going to forget about you. Let's get to these super chats. We'll start with Dean first, though. Twenty dollars. Wow, thank you so much, Dean. Look at that, Emma. Thank you for your hard work. Thank you, Emma. We know. Thank you, Dean. We, Emma, you didn't have to use a burner account and put twenty bucks in to to promote your own hard work. We know about it. We, we know see about you. It. Yes. Uh, let's see. Quarter Nades uh, saying thanks for the five bucks, by the way. Thank Super you, chat. Sir. Watching the best Cardinals analysis from Pennsylvania. Doing an awesome job covering the draft. Thank you so much, my guy. Really appreciate it. Uh, Lil Dreezy, 13, 499. You've got two in the Super Chats here. Let's see which one you really wanted us to get to. But you guys uh, got us ready for Whippler. No, no reason. Not mad, though. Trust whatever Monty does. Yeah, that's the mentality. That's the feeling here around this this set as well. Yeah, uh, I think Monty has quickly earned our trust. Uh, and and I put a tweet out there earlier today. I mean, this has been an off season where Monty Austinfort has had to make some un unpopular decisions. You know, a, a rebuild is not for the faint of heart, especially uh, fan base that that's always passionate and, and hopeful. And you don't see those moves that inspire hope because he's cleaning up the mess from the previous regime and, and letting players that people know are good players, but are they? do they fit into the future of this organization? He had to let them walk, right? And we really haven't gotten a true view of Monty Austin for it until yesterday, Yeah, and he was ready for it. Yeah, absolutely. He was ready to take advantage of teams, and he made three trades over the course of two days of the NFL draft. He's adding picks at a masterful effort, and I'm going to tell you right now, this franchise— they're not going to hit on every pick. That's not breaking news, but they are going to be competent in the NFL draft. This franchise, really, since Rod Graves had, what, the 2004 draft with Larry Fitzgerald, Darnold Dockett, Carlos Dansby, and Antonio Smith, have not put together complete drafts. And it's it's been shocking that they've been competitive as they have been, but now they're in a position to wipe the slate clean and add, I mean, goodness, if they make all their picks tomorrow, Bill Brock, in the span of this year's draft and next year's draft, yeah. you're talking about 20 plus draft picks the Arizona Cardinals are going to add. We're uh, we've got some insight from our Cardinals beat reporter at the facility right now in Tempe, Howard Bolzer, Michael Wilson talking to the reporters there, and he yeah. said he, he wore the same number at Stanford as Cardinals wide receivers coach Drew Terrell. Yeah, but he said they had a connection, but was shocked when the Cardinals picked him. 
said they weren't in the top 10 teams he thought would pick him, broke his collarbone at Notre Dame two weeks before Garrett Williams tore his ACL against Notre Dame. Wow. He said he's completely healed. He's ready to go. He's ready to roll. Garrett Williams ready to go. Michael Wilson. Michael Wilson. Yeah, also. Garrett Williams, the corner, his timetable. He said he's going to be ready to go July. That gives him plenty of time to get ready for training camp. Uh, tyrannical Goat 12 with the $5 Super Chat. Cheat code to fix the O-line dressed every low lineman that goes to Oklahoma. The O-line coach puts out good, great lineman every draft. I'll push back a little bit. Cody Ford, they traded for Cody Ford, who was a second-round pick. Couldn't even out outplay uh, an undrafted or a guy they picked up off the waiver wire late last week. What was his name? Rashad Coward. He outplayed Cody Ford. So, you know, Oklahoma does produce some solid offensive linemen. Obviously, the Trent Williams, the Creed Humphreys out there, some big-time players. Uh, but not a bad recipe for success. We're not saying, like, every Oklahoma-Ohio State guy is going to be a hit. That's why no, Whipler, DeJuan James, Jones, yeah, they, they do. They do. Lil Dreezy, 199. Lil Thank you so you. much. Wilson, one of the best route runners. Give him time. Absolutely. Nobody's not giving him time. Uh, I, I just think that people just they just got into love and Monty's picks. And this is the one where people that doesn't have questions, but early returns, hey man, I, Michael Wilson saying that collarbones fully healed. That's I, great. I, I love Josh Rosen. I love Beanie Wells, right? You I love plenty. To, you don't have to show those. I love, those I love plenty of picks that didn't, that didn't matter. And there have been plenty of picks for this franchise. I'm like, David Johnson, that seems like a reach, right? Yeah. I'm not sure about that. This, this friend, I, I wanted, um, who was the quarterback they took, or they they worked out from Notre Dame, but they traded up for Buda Baker, and there was that quarterback oh, Kaiser. I wanted Deshaun Kaiser over Buda Baker, like. And again, fans are so smart; they're educated. But at the end of the day, it's like when it's a player that maybe it's not on our radar and the production's not there, we have a right to question it. And Monty Austin Ford has the right to take the heat, and I think he's going to take the heat. But if that pick turns out to be a stud, mm-hmm. then he's going to get all the praise for it. That's that's uh. Man, that's that's the way it should be. Absolutely, I, I'm fired up for tomorrow. Again, they're gonna get they're gonna get value tomorrow. Yeah, let's see that. Uh, one more super chat here. Uh, just yeah, Dean with the the ten dollars sticker. Thank you so much, Dean. Dean W. Another dub from Dean. So this this without going in order, does does you have a favorite pick from today? Do I have a favorite pick? I yeah. I think it's probably. Ojolari. Yeah. Um, just because when I SEC read C ass kicker. When I read statistics <laughs> from Pro Football Focus that he's second to only Will Anderson Jr. in, in pressures, and I can physically see, unlike Kingsbury and Kine, yeah. the disconnect with Vance Joseph. What here's what Monty Osfort's saying. You need Hassan Reddick 2.0. Here's BJ Ojolari. I had people texting me, this is this is plug and play for Jonathan Gannon. Is he is he gonna produce right away? I don't know. But that that's his role. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jonathan Gannon, we talked about it off air. That he's not here to pick the players. He tells Monty Austin Ford, here's what I need from the grocery store. You go get it. And and they're doing that right now. Williams, perfect example, built like a Darius Slay, who yeah. coincidentally was also a third-round cornerback. So I can see the vision, and we talked about it. I can, Even though it's not my cup of tea to take injured players, Michael Wilson is on par with the offense they're going to run because of what Drew Petzing did. Well, and that was Monty Ossifort's calling card, even before we figured out what he was going to do in the draft, what he was known for in Tennessee and, and his role Putting there. Putting guys in positions Absolutely. that they know. Finding out what players who are available 
that match the schemes and, and the coaching staff and what it, they wanted to do. So when you say Garrett Williams is a Darius Slay guy, Michael Wilson, where does he fit as far as what Drew Petzing wants to do on the offensive side of the football? I think he's got a good, pretty good idea. But that's not to say you can't ask Monty Williams and we will or uh, Monty Austin Ford. What makes you think Michael Williams is going to stay healthy in the NFL? Michael could, Wilson. Yeah. Michael Wilson. He couldn't stay healthy in the Pac-12. He was there for five years. What makes you believe that in the rigors of the NFL, not the Pac-12, but the NFL, that players are going to be able to produce and, and he's going to be able to stay healthy? I'm, everybody in the chat, I get it. His tape looks good and he looked good at the Senior Bowl. But you got this a long season, man. 17 games, it's preseason. He's got to go in there and fight in a loaded receiving room. And maybe that's the, the idea is like take a year off with your body, get ready to go. We got veteran guys, then we're going to unleash you here too. Even if they trade DeAndre Hopkins, I, I know you don't have the size that you necessarily want, but you've got uh, Hollywood Brown, who's going to be able to, to play like he did, was leading the NFL in receptions before he went uh, down with the foot injury. He's playing for a contract this year. You've yeah. got You've got a motivated Rondell Moore. You've always got a motivated Greg Dortch. You've got Zach Pascal, who brings the physicality and and obviously just the ferociousness and and just how focused he is. He's going to play teams and he's going to play slot. He's going to play wide receiver for you. Uh, that and, and Michael Wilson, the expectation that he's going to come in and do something and have a big role on this team, it's not it's not there. So they're they're going to try to get him going. Eric Cross saying it's broken bones. That's that is that is a big point. It's not it's not a, he's not tearing ligaments here. He's 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 got a broken collarbone. He's dealing with some issues in the was it the foot? Foot's tough. Yeah, but you got so many tiny bones hurt. in there. I, yeah. I mean, if but it was it's not a, Rondell Moore with a nagging hamstring or groin injury. Not yet. I hope not. No, but I think I just, that that's a, there, it's 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 different. Listen, I'm gonna root like hell for the kid, and yeah. I hope he plays and I hope he contributes. Uh, Josh saying trade Hopkins to the Patriots for three fourth round picks. Uh, I. I do not think you could survive now. I think I'm waving the white flag. I, I, I the peripheral hypothetical white flag. You cannot trade DeAndre Hopkins at this point. Not unless it's for future picks. You're trading De- DeAndre Hopkins for fourths and fifths yeah, and sixths. Ham sandwich. That's embarrassing. That's an embarrassing move for this franchise. You had and I. I love Monty and I just applauded him for the this entire draft weekend. I think it's been masterful. You had two months to get this done. And you've known about this since Michael Bidwell interviewed you in February. They wanted to move off of him. They wanted a clean slate. They wanted to eat money. You you needed to get this done. It it tells me that nothing truly materialized to where he felt like he was getting fair value. And I don't... What's fair value, though? For DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, we we don't even know what fair value is. Well, I mean, what the reports have been is they wanted a second-round pick. So that nobody came close to that. And like Monty Ford said with the third overall pick, he's not going to just trade a guy to trade a guy to, to get, you know, all parties involved, you know, to, to a good place mentally. He's going to, he's not going to let an asset go for what he doesn't deem fair value. Yeah. And look, if, if it means that they hold on to him and then things get uncomfortable as far as, you know, how training camp start, starts and, and, and how, you know, voluntary mini camps go and mandatory mini camps go. And, and, Look, DeAndre Hopkins came to town this week. He was on a flight from Miami to Phoenix, and then he was just down the street at some clothing store. He's in town. My, I'm sure he's willing to have a conversation <laughs> with his new coaching staff and and be a, a good employee for a potential short stint with the Cardinals, his remaining st- Cardinals career. Do you think there's any chance, the fact that they have shown no sense of urgency to add a backup of note, and now 
they're keeping DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. They're getting the band back together. Kyler Murray could be healthy before we know it, sooner yeah. rather than later. And suddenly it's game on for the Arizona Cardinals with D Hop and company and, and Kyler Murray. Yeah, it's interesting. It's I mean, we saw Hinton Hooker. We, we mentioned it yesterday. He's out there working out, throwing, you know, hitting another phase of his rehab. And Jonathan Gannon said same thing. Not a, he's in a different phase, but he continues to progress. Kyler Murray does, and he's attacking his rehab. And he's he has to kind of rein him back. The entire organization does. He said he's chomping on the bit. He wants to be out there right now. Yeah. Uh, but they have to do what's what's best for Kyler Murray. It helps that you're getting him Paris Johnson to the offensive line. Uh, but you have to get him back mentally and physically. And he's three weeks behind Hendon Hooker, who's looking at September 1st. So that puts you into the basically into the season. Yeah. But, I mean, could he be back after one or two weeks? Well, we Carson t- Wentz was back three weeks into it after tearing his ACL in December. Yeah, we talked to the pro football doctor, uh, to the Twitter doctor. He said he thinks Kyler Murray is going to be re- ready to play from the pocket by the time the season starts. Yeah. Can you be, you know, Kyler Murray that you need him to be running around and making plays? We're going to find out. Uh, they, they met with DTR at the uh, NFL Combine, by the way. Yeah. Picks. Tomorrow, uh, anything that you can kind of pinpoint? I mean, if you feel like you're, you're talking quarterback at some point, and I, I don't disagree with that. Right, I think I that you running back is an option. Running back, sure. Start to look at the running back class. Uh, deep rotational defensive lineman, um, maybe another corner. And, you know, they haven't prioritized a center yet, but who knows? He's still, Whipler's still available. Maybe they're getting the sense that he's not going to be a, a, a day two pick. Obviously, he, he wasn't. So I, I I would say right now, if you're looking at the ideal picks tomorrow, I think they get a backup quarterback, a developmental guy. I think they get a running back, and I think they get a defensive lineman. And then you could also mix in a corner. Because I can't feel confident about them adding another offensive lineman because they didn't do it today. Yeah. And they had ample opportunity after ample opportunity. So, um, but they might just say, fuck it and go BPA. Yeah. This is easy. Monty Ostafort's start to his Cardinals drafting career. Hit that like button to celebrate. It's been a, a banner two days. Hopefully he's going to finish strong with day three. Yep. Uh, we're going to wrap things up with you tomorrow. Right after the draft, Johnny and I are going to fire things up. We're going to be breaking this draft down, looking at all the picks. Yep. As he's got five more selections to go tomorrow. Uh, but it's been an awesome night again. Great job, Emma. Great, Great job, job, Johnny. Emma. Great job, Mac, with the graphics on social media. They're fire. job. And everybody in the chat tonight, uh, I think it even surpassed yesterday's efforts. Unbelievable. I mean, just in the weeds with the super chats, the picks, the questions, the analysis. Yeah. We have the most educated audience, and that's for a reason because you guys are fantastic. Eric Cross, thank you so much for the kind words. It's been a banner time, and it's only just beginning for this franchise, that's right. Rock. That's right. I th- I can't. I, I. I'm. I'm sad. It's over. I'm sad that our our two day just marathon. You know, Emma hates me. I wish it never ended. I'm never going home ever. <laughs> I don't think I can go home. I think my wife changed the locks on me at this point, uh, and is filing for just full custody of me of my child. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been it's been awesome, and I can't wait to recap this thing tomorrow. Hell yeah! And uh, make sure that you're subscribed. PHNX Sports. Following us on all the socials. Right. PHNX underscore Cardinals. Twitter, Instagram, PHNX Sports, Johnny Van Robo, Bo Brock, Emma Clark. It's been a great couple days. We'll talk to you one last time tomorrow.